0: Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is, my, friend. Jesus is a friend of my all right welcome back everyone to the Christianing podcast as always I'm your host Kirk and today we are looking at a big Christianing topic and that's Christianing when you're a parent and so just so you know this is going to be podcast number one of, I'm sure, many, many podcasts when it comes to parenting. It's a huge topic. It's it's daunting. It's overwhelming. There's already a ton, I know, in the Christian literature and in the Christian blogosphere on parenting. And if you have some great resources and some, some great leaders that have really helped you or are helping you, that's amazing. It's one of the things that's tough on my part is adding another voice um, to a lot of voices. Um, I will say this, you know, where I feel why the, the Spirit the Lord is, always leads me um, to speak into parenting is, by God's grace, uh, that has been one of the hallmarks of, of my ministry for the past 20 years, um, primarily because I've been a Christian school educator. And so it's just a unique opportunity, um, to be in the daily lives of children five days a week, 40, 50 hours a week. And so I get to see it all. I get to experience it all. And then there's, there's really no hiding who a child is, um, when you spend that much time and, and then, you know, walking with parents, uh, through those realities, because, I'm in situations where parents can't hide their children's faults for me because they show up on my campus every day. And um, by God's grace, I've he's given me so much uh, insight, and it's just some I've just been uh, pouring out into as many families as possible. And by God's grace, we've been helpful um, for for many, many people. So all that to say, this um, Christianing when you're a parent, it's it's a big deal, and uh, don't be embarrassed if you need help and, um, you feel overwhelmed at times because that's perfectly normal. Um, the responsibility of raising a child, there's really nothing more daunting in the world because there is no playbook. There is no instruction manual as, as people say a lot. And, um, and it's just true. So, so anyways, um, today we're going to look at our word of the day and, uh, give some overall insights that apply really to any parent at any moment in time of their ch- child's development um, things that I found to be really really helpful just in a overall general sense and then as we move forward um, we'll get we'll dive deep into very specific situations that parents often find themselves in and often find themselves feeling like they're overwhelmed and not doing things well. Um, So there'll be a lot. So look forward to that, um, guys. And if even if you're not a parent right now, if you have any vision of becoming a parent at some point, I will tell you, I was so beyond blessed to jump in the ministry career that I jumped in before I had kids because I had a number of years of really spending time with youth and parents and so I got to get ahead of the curve with my own kids. I have uh, four boys of my own and uh, by God's grace it's just been an amazing uh, journey with them. So obviously uh, you'll hear you know fun little tidbits and stories from, from my journey as well. So let's dive in today Christianing when you're a parent. Um, our word of the day comes from Proverbs 22 6 and it's it's a word you've probably heard if if you've been a parent for a minute in the church Um, but I think there's some uh, practical things that we need to think about in light of this of this word Proverbs 22 6 train up a child in the way he should go even when he is old he will not depart from it on one hand super intimidating right Um, wow that's my responsibility to train up this child in such a way that, and I'm supposed to do it so well that when this child's old, they won't depart from uh, what I have led and, and what I've guided. Uh, so if you feel overwhelmed by that, perfectly understandable. But that's, it's really, the way I understand it, it's, it's more of a hopeful verse. It's, it's, it's a verse that tells us as parents, the effort and the investments that you're putting into this moment right now is going to pay dividends for a lifetime. So really, um, to me, this proverb is super encouraging to just keep going, keep moving forward, keep loving, keep serving, uh, your kids, uh, keep coming up with new ways. If you feel like, um, some of the things you're doing are getting stale or you're making mistakes because at the end of the day all these efforts and everything that we're doing is going to pay dividends in our children's future even if it looks super bleak today and your story may be like mine i'm sure my parents were just like this kid is never ever going to amount to anything because i've got my story just like you probably have yours and here I am sitting behind a microphone, helping people parent, and so I know that's something. When I was 16 years old, um, my parents probably would have never envisioned for my future. But, anyways, so that's the word of the day, and one big takeaway um, that I want you guys to get when it says train up a child in the way he should go, and this this is one thing I find very few parents doing and i highly highly encourage it and and i I really i bring it out of this word here is first thing that i want us to think about is have a vision for what you're developing and let me explain that for a minute is and i I don't see a lot of parents doing this and my wife and i took the time to do this when our boys were, were very very young it was really just Spirit led again, it was a, a God thing. I'm not this smart, but um, our story is the Lord gave us four boys, and He gave us four boys, all pretty, um, you know, they, they don't have a lot of years apart. We have uh, two older boys, and then four years, and then two younger boys, and so we had a really busy uh, time when, when they were young. And there's a minute where I was looking at my children, and I was like, man. I live in a time when the average American household has 2.2 children. Um, and here I am, and this wasn't necessarily like our original plan, but my wife and I show up, and not only do we have more than two kids, but they're all boys. And, and that is not what my wife had in mind. That was not her plan or desire, but it's just what the Lord had. And so there's a minute that I just stopped and I just thought about that. Well, how how did this happen and why in the world, Lord, did this happen? And he started to give me a vision. Um, I just started to really pray and think and just answering that question, why? So really, from a practical standpoint, um, I think we take just kind of a coincidental approach to parenting too much. And we don't stop when our children are young, Uh, whether you have one child, two children, 10 children, um, whatever it is, when you feel like this is what our family unit is going to be moving forward. And stop and ask the question of the Lord, why? Why this set of genders and kids and personalities? And, and I think you'll be very excited about what the Lord shows you. What he showed me is I gave you four boys because I want you to develop four warriors for Christ. And that word warrior just really came through. Is if I wanted something different, I would have given you a different uh, mix of of genders and, and and personalities. And I've got four very active, um, athletic kids, and the Lord just kind of clue me. In. If you don't point these these things that they have in the right direction, those gifts and and that energy and those abilities that they have are going to start being forces of destruction in them. So I was lucky enough when my kids were young, the Lord just said, here's a vision I want you to have for what you're developing. And so why does that matter in a practical sense? I can't tell you how many times on just our daily walk with our kids do we point back. And we we're kind of goofy, so we wrote we wrote it down. We wrote the vision down. You know, Habakkuk says make it plain, write the vision, make it plain. So we did that we framed it, put it on the wall. And it's kind of this, this oath. It's kind of this guiding force of our household. Um, cause we put on the wall, boys, this is what we're developing because as they grew, grew older, we found out that the world had a completely different vision for my kids and it showed up through their friendships, through other families, through media, through all these other things. And our kids would come back and say, Hey, we want to be doing this. We want to be doing that. And it was so helpful to point him back to the, what was hanging on the wall. Hey, I understand that sounds fun. That sounds cool. But at our house, this is what we're developing. This, this is what, this is what your mom and I are putting our energy, effort, uh, time, talent, treasure, all those things. We're putting it into this. And so those things that you're, you're asking us to, to do and to, to participate in don't produce that. As a matter of fact, um, it actually gets in the way of that. And we've had hours upon hours upon hours of conversations with our boys, um, especially our oldest, because he's the one, obviously, who who breaks the first ground on every issue, right? And so he's probably just sick of hearing it because it is, I've told him, we're, we're gonna be a broken record on this for 18 years. Uh, you're gonna have the same answer to where now he knows what even to come forward with as far as like requests and because um, there's such a clear vision, and it's really been the the guiding light and the guardrails of all the practical interactions, all those issues that we parents face with peer pressure and and just the natural reality of raising um, a sinner. That's your trying to bring, according to the gospel, to a savior, Jesus Christ, and let that savior transform them from their flesh, from their sin, you know, that's, that's a huge, there, there's a lot to that. And so really have a vision, you know, and I just shared our vision just as, as an example, because there's so much diversity and don't use our vision, please. Um, because, the Lord has gifted you. He's given you the Holy Spirit and he's given you your family for a very specific reason. And I believe that. And um, I really want you to think purposefully about parenting, not coincidentally like, oh, hey, just happenstance. I just happened to end up with uh, uh, six kids in my house and, you know, four of them are girls, two of them are boys. It's just just random DNA reality is what happened. And we're just going to kind of feel it out. Um no, I'm not saying and I'm not saying have like a prescribed plan. Our our visions, one document, it fits on one page. It's got like eight bullet points, and that's it. And it's it it's the guiding light now to all of the realities. Um and we don't execute it perfectly. There's times, there's been seasons where that thing is literally just a piece of paper on a wall. It's not really a living uh document. Um but Really, I can't emphasize that enough. Have a vision. What are you developing? What has the Lord called you to develop? And write it out and and let that be the guiding force of what you do moving forward. And so, um, obviously, there's a lot to that. But I just just want to leave that there um, for you uh, to really just let the Spirit uh, lead you how he's going to see fit in that because there's, there's not a formula. This is not a prescription. It's just um, concepts that need to be applied very, um, very specifically to what, what your situation is and what your family is. Um, So, so anyways, so that's, that's a big deal. That's one of the main things I I get out of Proverbs 22, six, and that train up a child in the way. Well, what is the way I can't just be well, I'm going to, you know, I want to make sure I raise Christian kids. That's, it's too, I'm just telling you, that's too broad. It's too generic. It's not, it's not helpful enough. Um, it leaves too much for interpretation. I'm telling you the culture around you will do a very bad job interpreting that for you. So you need to, to be a little more laser focused. All right. So that's one big thing. And now, um, Again, in a general sense, for uh, parenting of all ages and, and all seasons, there's there's three Bs um, that I found are really the key things that if if you can hone in and have some level of success in these three Bs and um, and there's some intentionality with it, you by the time your children are 18, there's going to be something positive that's going to happen now it's not saying it's not going to be have its challenges and um i'm not saying this is you know any one size fits all but what i have found is i've been around a, a lot of amazing parents and these are the three things that i see um, just in the dna of the amazing parents that i know and so number one and the three b's number one is be present um one thing that a friend of mine taught me years ago: there's no such thing as a perfect dad, no such thing as a perfect parent. So it's not about perfection; it's about presence. Um, because I made a ton of mistakes. Um, I had let my temper get a hold of things. I've, you know, I've said things I shouldn't have said. Um, I was inconsistent. You know, all those, all those mistakes that you're not supposed to make. Um, you you are going to make at some time or another and so it's less about the time that you spend being perfect because that actually if you have that mindset that i have to be the perfect parent you will avoid your children because that'll it'll be such a daunting task that you will need a break from your children and you will find that engaging with your children is really really difficult i see a lot of parents christian parents in particular because they have to be the role model and and um, all those kinds of things that they actually distance themselves from their children because they feel the weight of I can't be a human around my children and we'll get into that in a second but um, really I just there's some magic happens when parents are around their kids a lot and there's just there's something that happens even with the imperfections and in the sin that that pops in it's they, You know, there's the old saying, um, more is caught than taught and in parenting. That's that's it. Like just your kids being around you, they are constantly subconsciously picking up how you handle and how you carry yourself. And they will pick up the majority of the good stuff, even though there's some tough moments in there. Uh, What they will carry with them is the overall picture of this is how my dad... I know how my dad handled challenges and stuff. Yeah. He got ticked off and he blew his time, but that's, you know, kids get that. That's, that's just human. Uh, You know, that happens to them every day on the playground. That's no big deal. Um, but, but it's the overall picture. Like my dad never quit. My mom like just served, 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 you know, it's just those kinds of things. It it just starts to stick to them. It's part of that train up a child in the way uh, he should go. It's, that's that's how that training occurs is them being around you and seeing it. So, be present. Don't don't focus so much on the perfection. Just be there. And even if you're not doing anything amazing, um, but you're there, you're actually in the same room. Um, it's it's a big deal. It's going to um, pay dividends in the future. So first, be present, and then secondly be humble and this is the, this was the hardest thing for me as a dad and it, I really I I find this you know it's I know we're embarrassed to admit this but if you're willing you'll probably find that this is true um it's hard to apologize to your kids that being humble it's really the most precious gift you can give to your kids it's it's probably the thing that will draw your relationship in the closest and will give them the most comfort and trust in your relationship if you're humble and in those moments you lose it and you screw it up royally if you're able to go to your your child even at age three or four those moments they can start to understand um such things and you go in their room and you just say bud or your daughter, I blew that. Daddy blew that. Mom screwed that up. I hurt you. I realized that. That's not That's not the parenting that I want to be about. And that's not what I'm supposed to do. That's not God's call on my life. So I just want to apologize. I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? Um, the times that I've done that, it's taken about 30 seconds. And peace is just... Restored, and it, it's it's like a tractor beam for my kids. It just zzz, sucks them right in, and it's it's just such a great witness for the gospel. To I know I know parents sometimes they hesitate because it's like oh it'll kind of reveal that you know I don't know everything and I don't know what I'm doing sometimes um, you know because again we feel that pressure uh, to. Be that person that that's what trained a child in the way. Like I got to know how to do everything. And if I admit that I don't or I admit that I screw up, then my child will think less of me and they'll have less respect for me and they'll have a tougher time following me. The reality could not be further from the truth. That's just not the way it works. It works the exact opposite. The more humble you are, the more you apologize, seek your children's forgiveness the more they will lean in and trust and go with the training that you're offering them. So be present, like I said, be humble. Uh, And lastly, be growing. Really, um, the greatest gift you can give your children is a focus on your own personal spiritual growth. I I feel like too often it happens in us Christians. We start to have kids and we kind of plateau in our own Christian growth because it's like, oh, now it's time. I am now the giver, not the receiver. Um, So now it's more about what I'm supposed to be telling others. And it's less about what I'm supposed to be hearing from the word, hearing from the Lord. And uh, I've just seen how that, can really devastate even the most well-intended Christian households when parents get stagnant and they're just like I got the gospel down I understand just some basics of the Bible enough to really call myself a Christian and and move forward in life as a Christian um so I'm good really I'm listening to my pastor and to different leaders so that I can make sure that I'm Um, telling my son or my daughter the right things to be doing and and if the emphasis isn't man i need to be ever growing i need to be digging deep with jesus myself because there's so much left to be redeemed in this body of flesh and because as you grow your children will grow with you um It's just, I am so just blessed that I am a different man than I was when my oldest son was first born. Like I couldn't imagine parenting him today being anywhere close to the same person I was. Not that I was this terrible person. I was, I was saved and I was married and I was trying to serve Jesus. But man, still a mess in so many ways. And Um, again, by God's grace, uh, he just humbled me and just made sure that I knew that it was still primarily about me and him, obviously me and my wife. And then out of that, um, fruit will be born through my children. Um, And so those are really uh, some key, key things that I think will help you if you're Uh, Just considering, you know, having children or you're in the thick of the infancy toddler stage, or you're looking for parenting um, help because you've hit that teenage stage and you're like, what in the world happened? Now it's time for me to start learning how to do this thing. It doesn't matter what stage you're at. If you can be present, be humble, be growing. And again, I'll bring it back to how we started. Just really seek the Lord. What, what's the vision? What, what is it specifically that I'm, uh, that the Lord would like me to develop here, um, and let that be have some guide rails and some guiding lights. Um, it'll really help you a bunch re- um, when the thick of life hits you. Uh, it'll help you define what's in bounds and what's out of bounds, and help you have better discussions with your kids other than uh i just because i told you so you can't because i told you so or you can't because um this verse in the bible says that that's sin and even though those statements are true and there's really nothing inherently wrong with them they're not enough they're, they're not enough to disciple and and train and lead young people so that's uh, i think that's a good start um Again, uh, we'll we'll have some we'll have some fun episodes I think in the future because we're going to look at all the age groups of children the little ones the preteens the almost adult ones um, and we'll have some fun Christianing episodes on specific uh, situations that we parents find ourselves in. So for now, we'll we'll leave it there. And again, thank you guys so much um, for listening and tuning in. And until next time, Christian well, my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. He taught me how to live my life as it should be. He taught me how to turn my cheek when people laugh at me. I've had friends before, and I can tell you that He's one who will never leave you flat.